Seeing it, I was like, "Oh, that's a that's a good look." Yeah, it was weird. Like, uh, uh, Yellow Wolf met Tech Nine doing a uh, Yellow Wolf did a song called Worldwide Choppers with Tech Nine, and uh, that was at the time where Wolf had me in the studio a lot, and he, he kind of linked us up. You know, it just seemed like a good place for me. Will Power had did a couple tracks on all six and sevens. Okay. So uh, it just worked out, man. So you know, it uh, we made it happen, and the album came out. It was successful, and uh, everything's been great, man. Yeah. It's been a long road, man. It's, it's still a lot of a lot of road, a lot of road to travel. You know, so um, I think we're in, we're in a day and age of music. Um, you know, some people, some people, you know, get a hit and get on. But uh, if you don't have a hit and get on, you know, so it's a grind, man. You know, everything is like that. You know, you gotta work for your money. How often did you look at it, and be like, man, like this shit is not gonna pop, this is not gonna work. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I, I, I went through, I went through a stage in my life. It was probably about three months of my life where I was about 30 years old, and I was like, man, I might not make it. You know, so that happened at one point, which was weird. I never thought that day would come, and it happened. And uh, thank God, you know, it passed. So now it's just like, now I made, I, I, I guess I made it, but um. You know, it's still like this shit. You gotta make sure it lasts forever, you know. So if you're not coming out and selling a million records, how how do you make it last forever? So that that's the question. So it's just trying to trying to figure out that way to, to stay relevant and um and to keep working and keep keep making money and uh, keep making good music. A lot of the fans that that watch the show, we you know fans of you as well. 
I'm pretty sure they're excited to hear about the album coming out. So, what can is there anything you can kind of tell us um, what to expect with, with what you got going? You know, there's not too much I can tell you to be honest. I got I, I recorded. I mean, it's not even like I'm hiding anything. I'm literally. It's so weird. It's like when I looked at it when I was younger. Like when I make it, I thought this big album making process would be this huge planned out process, and it's just like a fucking like I'm in such a hurry to get this album done before I go on the road. So it's just like it's not like I'm getting to sit down and make this masterpiece. So it's like, you know, right now I'm in the stages of just, I wrote some songs, I wrapped them and memorized them, now I'm starting to hear them come to life. And I'm just hoping that I got good, that I'll top the last one and be as good as the last one. It's not like I thought it was gonna be, but I, I think I think that my fans will like it. I didn't switch nothing up, you know, I went with my same formula. Um, and, uh, you know, I just pride myself in trying to make good music. I, I kind of drive myself crazy trying to write records and shit, because everything's gotta be perfect. So, you know, I, I think I got a good project, but but coming from me in the studio every day, you wouldn't think so. I, I give myself a hard time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How, how'd you come up with your style? You know, because I remember during our last review, I was like, yo, I like Rick's style. I'm from Chicago, so I like Twister, I like the spitters. And, you know, there's not many guys from the South spitting like that. Nah, you know what I'm saying? So how'd you come up with that? I was just talking to Bubba Sparks about this shit. Um, my style was weird because, like, all throughout time, you know, I was a big Twister fan. You know, so um, I always knew I could, I always knew I could, but they say double time now. We used to call it tongue twister. Uh -huh. So yeah. it's like, um, I always knew I could do it. I dabbled in it. So around 2004, something like that after like kind of the Eminem G unit days kind of when Lil John kind of went and the, the tracks started getting slower when I rapped slow over those slow tracks I, I felt like I sounded like every other rapper so I found a niche in rapping fast over those records unfortunately by the time I found that niche sort of a lot of other white boys in the game and a lot of other people so you know but I felt like I was a little bit ahead of the ahead of the game and had a lot of influence on certain things that was going on so you know it just happened it was just trying to find a way to rock over slow beats you know I was like laid back records, you know, so, and it, it just happened to be my niche. Unfortunately, I was, I, you know, with this hair, the fact that I rap fast, man, I'm on stage, I'm hot, I gotta keep my breath up, like, with the, <laughs> I picked the worst way to rap, the worst way to look, like, you know, I'm fucking, I'm fucked with it, you know what I mean? What was your look before the hair? No, I had a fresh fade, man. I used to like, I wore polos and dressed. I, I was pride myself on being fresh, but and I, I'm not. Even, we're, we're at the show right now, so Bubba Sparks is on stage right now. Back in the day, it was Eminem, Bubba Sparks. That was it. There were other white boys, but you know that's what it was. So you know, you in Atlanta, you wanted to try to be different and try to get on the radio and try to try to make your image stand out. Back in those days, before the internet, all that shit. So I knew I could grow some hair out, and look different. You know, so it just happened and it didn't just caught on. That was my look, you know, so it is what it is. Yeah, yeah now I can't fucking cut it. Man. It's, a big, yeah. it's fucking summertime. I got a goddamn skull cap on. Man. It's part of your brand now. Yeah, and I hate Florida shows, man. I'm on the beach looking like a dick, bro. People are like, what the fuck's wrong with that guy? I'm blessed, man. Like, uh, I'm just very happy to be rapping for a living. You know, it's uh, it gets stressful. I'm in I'm planning a tour myself, uh, recording an album. Very stressed out, you know, it's a lot of shit. Money ain't like it is, what you think it is, and what young uh, people that want to be in the rap game think it is. So, you know, but I always got to remind myself, hey, dog, you could be flipping burgers, or you could be doing something else. You got to be you gotta be happy that you're doing music for a living or something that you love, you know what I'm saying? That was actually one of my favorite songs on uh, the mixtape. Uh, White Jesus. Yes. 
and, 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 and you were talking about, man, I can't hate, I, I can't stand these Mexicans. I know they talking about me. Yeah. This, that, and the third. Y'all, so check this out. This, this, uh, that's a funny story. <laughs> this Mexican dude I work with, Jose, hit me in the mouth with a piece of chicken one night, right? <laughs> like, we used to fuck with each other, blah. That's where that record, that's where that okay. line, working in the kitchen with a bunch of Mexicans, and I swear these motherfuckers talk about me in Spanish. You know, because the whole line would be Mexican dudes, and it just be me. Mm -hmm. I got cool with them. That's why I feel like I can say that, because I, I know how they think. You know, a lot of Mexicans respected that. I was back in the line with them. You know, but this motherfucker, and this was when I'd get off work at night, I'd smell like straight barbecue, and I'd have to go hang out with Yellow Wolf at the studio, and change in a, in a, in a bathroom stall, at a gas station, and try to act like I was a rapper, and really was working and uh this motherfucker hit me in the mouth with a piece of chicken and now i haven't i haven't been punked out in years since i was a kid like getting tested and i got tested at work but at that time and this is funny i could talk about this at that time it bothered me so bad because without that job we couldn't have paid the bills so that was the first time i really i had to swallow my pride and deal with this motherfucker smacked me in the mouth with a piece of chicken so shout out to all the crazy mexicans cooking but yeah it was it was a hard time and it was it was a hard job uh it was hard trying to do both things i had an earpiece in my head in my you know we had a little drive through i had an earpiece i was in the bathroom taking a piss and a customer came up and was like oh shit you're rich and it's it's called you know it's false pride it was embarrassing to me you know because i'm you know but but it, you know it was love man it was just like I, i'm i'm i'll never forget that i don't ever take that for granted you know what i'm saying yeah i mean it's part of the story it's part of the process right yeah, it's something yeah. tangible that you can hold on to yeah, yeah. you know just as a reminder of why you work so hard now yeah and you know, know what i'm saying i tell i tell upcoming rappers that a lot like a lot of rappers they got a lot of it's that false pride shit you you feel like you're a rapper and you're somebody so you don't want to go get a nine to five sometimes when you when you drop the street shit and go get that nine to five and put that work in like hey i'm gonna put this work in here you'll get some other good shit come that'll happen for you because you know I, you know i believe a guy like i believe that you know this you know god sees that you're putting in the effort somewhere else so maybe you'll get what's coming to you what, what you deserve to take it seriously so it was one of those things i put in some hard work and at that moment that's when it happened for me you know what i'm saying Still a lot of work though, still a lot of work to do. It ain't happened all the way yet. Shit. <laughs> Hit me in the mouth with a piece of fuck you, wait. What? And I blew up, but I mean, I didn't punch him in his mouth. Like, I wanted to punch him in his mouth, but I know I get fired from the job. But it was like a weird situation. Like, you know, I was, in, I was, I was 30 years old. I mean, I had a grown man hit me in the mouth with a piece of chicken. It was, it was weird, man, you know. And I had to go to the studio right after house work. It was good and just suck it up and do some music and just hope that it worked out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I didn't swear. It wasn't that bad. But it, but it, but it was, it was a little, it's a funny, it's a great story though. And it's a, uh, it's a funny ass shit. That motherfucker hit me in the mouth with a piece of chicken. <laughs> um, I did have one more question. Um, you being on Strange Music, working with Yella, having, you know, that long standing relationship, having Will, just being around Will now a little bit more, I hear how, how diverse he is, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's pretty dope. And Yellow Wolf, he's diverse as hell too. Like, you've been in the studio with a lot of people. Tech Nine is diverse. A lot of these people are diverse. Who's been like, not necessarily the hardest person to work with, but it's like, you heard it, it's like, Yellow oh, Wolf. Yellow Wolf? <laughs> yellow, yellow Wolf. 
This motherfucker would make like put it this way. Oh, if he called me right now, I would have to leave here and he made me write a verse like, hey, man, you want to get on this? And then you better write your verse because if not, you're going to miss the boat. So, um, which a lot of people that'd be easy, but for me, it was a lot of pressure. I got to write the best verse ever. This might be my last verse, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, Yellow Wolf don't give a fuck. He'll make you write the verse and you know, he wants it right then. I'll right, go ahead and do this. Call you on a whim too, right when you're at home. You just took your shoes off, got with your girl or whatever. Hey, man, I need you to come here. It was a, it was a lot of that. Yellow Wolf, man. But, um, you know, things have changed since then, obviously. Um, uh, me and him came up together, so we respect how each other work. Um, Tech Nine is crazy diverse. One thing that's one of a big similarity, similarity between both of the guys, when you get them in the studio, I work a little different. I've been setting my ways. I've been doing music for a really, really long time. So like, I'm kind of really setting my ways of how I write records. I guess that's why it was so hard to adjust to his schedule. But uh, Yellow Wolf and Tech Nine are very hype and inspired. Like when they're in the studio, they're so focused. Me, my insecurities run. I start, you know, I start, you know, I get lazy with it sometimes. Those dudes are so focused and so they'll go all night long. You know what I'm saying? So respect to them, man. They uh, they're really hard workers, man. Their work ethic is amazing. Appreciate you talking to us, man. We got to get you up to the yeah, yeah, yo. I, mean, I didn't mean to answer the dead end question. Fucked up. Uh, I, I I know the name though. What what do y'all do? I, I know the name. Well, we done, I did shit with y'all before. Right? Well, we did the review of your last album, and you tweeted us. Oh, okay. oh yeah. <laughs> did I see one of your homies in South by Southwest? I think. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all all did the review. Yeah, all did the review. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had dressed them. Yeah, he cut them off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So that's so don't don't use that answer. No, 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 because when you said that, I was like. Oh, Fuck do I answer? I don't want to look like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So, no, thank y'all very much, man. Thank y'all.